Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 272. Cool. It's been a week. We skipped a week. Yeah, we did. Locations have changed. Locations have changed. We're in a new recording space. Does this space have a name yet? Does this space... The space is yet to be named. Uh, you don't want to throw one out there yet. You, you're nervous about naming no. it already. I named the other one on the fly. Yeah, you did. What'd you even call it? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Mattered a lot. We could call this maybe like the Flock's Nest. See, that's the shit I was looking for. <laughs> that's the pure trash. The first thing that came to your head was the Flock's Nest. Or Sucko Central. You want to name this place Sucko Central? You live here. <laughs> your family lives here. Sucko Central. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's think about that. Well, all right, never mind. Yeah, we get, it's a, it's a work in progress. Sucko <laughs> Central, your home. It's a work in progress. <laughs> uh, but this is the B Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Sometimes that movie gets switched. Like uh, if you listen to the end of the last episode, you think we're going to talk about Crab Sea Monster. Well, sometimes things get ripped away from me, and I cannot live my dreams. <laughs> Your dreams were Crab Sea Monster. I mean, the dreams aren't very high and, for this uh, particular endeavor. So they were ripped away from us uh, via Jeff, Jeff Bezos, who took away Crab Sea Monster. So we had to replace it with another film. One that we've seen the poster for, cover for, a million times over. You have too. I know you have. And we're like, oh, we got to watch this one. And uh, you'll find out our thoughts on that. But before we get to that, uh, you can follow us on social media at BMovie Breakdown. You can email us, bmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Um, make sure you're following us uh, on the Instagram. You'll see lots of cool things coming up, a new logo. Uh, that Nick uh, made for us. Uh, he did. Which is fantastic. Appreciate and, that. Uh, you'll also see some happenings about us recording a live episode at C2E2 Chicago Comic Con on the show floor. So that's something that there's more information about that at the end of this episode. Yeah, stay tuned for that so surprise. Stay tuned for that, but you'll see that stuff on social media as well. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for all of that good business. Uh, Nick, do you have some good business you want to talk about? I mean, I'll be at C2E2 with you um, on the show floor, so that'll be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a podcast called Weird and Feared, where I discuss Monstrous Madness and Mayhem. It's a barely educational podcast where we, me and my good friend Zach, discuss creepy creatures and get spooky, stay spooky, and talk about you know paranormal. It's that kind of a show, paranormal stuff, cryptid stuff. Weird stuff. Biblical stuff. Legend stuff. It's weird and feared. And then I'm on the social medias at Scattered Stories, so you can find me there with drawings and illustrations that range from an all type, all assortment of things. Oh, But that's my home on the internet. Facebook is basically dead to me, so sorry. Sorry, Zuckerberg. Sorry, Zuckerberg. I'm using your other platform. Yeah, I got you. You got me other here. Yeah, you got me over here. You got me over here. That's fine. I mean, this one's not as invasive. Yeah, it's true. It's it's not as invasive. And some people would like some people would like to take Facebook and break it into three pieces. That'd be cool. Shatter it into WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram. Separate those bitches. Yeah, I'm just saying, make them make them their own things. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, Facebook for me is just events. Yeah. That's all it is for me. Events. Cor- yeah. It's an event coordinator. That's true. It's a calendar. That's it's true. It's literally a calendar. I wish that could have an account, like a Facebook, like voyeur app, where like, it just is, I don't get anything else. I don't even want to have the option to look at a feed. I just want events. Right. Which, I mean, I can just use self-control and do that, but I don't yeah. even want it. I don't even want it to, because it's on your just, phone. Just defriend what? everybody and just follow bands and But even if it's on your phone, you if like. it's open on your phone, it's tracking what you do. It knows your locations. Yeah. Even if you turn that shit off, I don't believe that crap. It's logging everything you do, and it affects your ads because it knows what you're doing on the internet and stuff. Ah. The entire internet affects your ads and everything you're doing on the internet. I know. I don't. I wish Google didn't do the shit it does either, but. Amazon does it. They all do it. Yep, so, so even your the Space Jam website from 1996, it's still up and running. I'm sure it's still somehow reading your your data. 
What? It absolutely is not. It's still up and running. That doesn't make any sense. It's still. I up believe and you because it probably cost them like ten bucks to exist. And people probably visit it all the time. Weird, weird pull. This again. This is the stuff I'm concerned about. Space Jam website blew my fucking mind. <laughs> there might be three people watching us do a live podcast and you're gonna throw a Space Jam website in their face. Hey, it's where I'm unpredictable. My wild card. <laughs> I'm unpredictable. I'm a wild card. Just like this week's movie was a wild card. Yeah, if you card. keep listening to this week's episode, you'll hear lots of other potential back of this podcast DVD quotes from Corey. <laughs> but this uh, this week's episode is is also a wild card. We picked it on the fly. And like we said, you've seen the poster. You know, you, you know you've wanted to watch it over and over again. And you've, you've resisted. And uh, there could be good reason that you resisted. And this week's movie is the Don the Dragon Wilson classic. Future kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Psychopath. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. 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 Sometimes we just watch these movies that kick fucking ass. <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. They kick future ass. Right. Like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if you're going to be derogatory toward this film, but I feel like it's just one of the, I mean, name one better movie than Future Kick. Name one. Name one. One better film. It's almost impossible. Thank you. That's what I thought. And it's almost like there's not much you can say. So thank you. That's Beam Movie Breakdown. I'm Nick. That's Corey. <laughs> the end. Um, no, it's just we watch these movies sometimes and we're like, oh, it's short. It'll probably be fine. It'll get to the point and it'll cut out all the meat. And it's, it's wishing on a monkey's paw <laughs> that was dipped in my own shit and I was forced to eat. I don't know how else to describe this film. Put it on the back of the DVD box. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, put a little blurb with it coming out of Don the Dragon Wilson's mouth. Yeah, come on, Don. I mean, but it's just, I mean, it's fine. I would get, I would have got paid to be in this movie. That's fine. Well, these things have cool concepts, and the execution is never, like, somebody was too busy, like, writing for themselves. Like, I got cool ideas. How do I put it to screen? Ah, is Ninja Man kick stuff. Ninja Man. Cool. Ninja Man kick stuff. Chris Penn is a robot, I think. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, it's just... How does a movie that is only 80 minutes... Not even, it was like 70 minutes long, right? Well, 72. See, it's an hour and 12 minutes, so, so that's 72 se- minutes. 72 minutes long. Right. You think if you have that little amount of time... You know what I mean? You can just get it. You know what I mean? Like, you can get what you need to do. But it, it teases all these cool things. That's the problem. And this is a true thing. And, like, for actual movies that are, that are like, top-notch shit, movies used to be slower. I accept that. Well, this was made in 1991. It's released in 91. So God knows when it was filmed. 1980, 60, 79. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that. No, I mean, still, probably around the same time. It's just, it, movies move slow, but not like this. That's what this I mean. This movie is 72 minutes long, and it feels like it's four hours. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Imagine that. Don't have to. I saw it. It's time just slow. But down. I feel like it's been like this. This this is making it seem more extreme than it ever needs to be. But it's been like an overarching plot thread in my life. The future kick poster. Oh, it's it's a uh, dragon as Arnold with future buildings holding the same exact pose, same exact gun. Like oh, it's always just this joke that exists in everything I've ever scrolled through. Everything like. I mean, whether it's on Netflix doesn't matter, but like just Google, Amazon, just looking up movie posters, it's always there. So I'm glad we, I glad, I'm glad we got to, you know, check that off the list. 
of things I spent my life wasting doing. Waiting to see future kick. Right. There's, like you said, so many cool things that, I mean, so many cool things in here. They, 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 the, this is one of those situations, I guess it happens a lot, where the narr- any movie that begins with a narration about the future is going to be trash. That's not true, though. We've watched some movies sure, for the show. I'm being extreme. Any is, is extreme. A lot. One out of ten are good. This is true. Like, I couldn't even say two out of ten. It's one out of ten. You can argue if you feel strongly, but like one out of ten, like 99, and even that's, that's, that's 10% of movies. Fuck that. It's like 1% of movies. <laughs> Where they begin this way, like, oh, the future did this and the future did that. This introduces us to a movie that was way cooler that we didn't get to see. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit that a movie like this teases all these fucking cool things and you never get to see it. You get to see little glimpses because it's all they had the time or money for. Yes. So you get to see all the cool shit, which is like, but we, but it, you get to see all the cool shit and glimpses. But with the movie we get is the filler. Yeah, it's like why this is this is the exact opposite of everything we talk about. Right. We want movies that take out this crap and give us all the good stuff. Right. But this is like it, they didn't have the budget, so they just gave yeah. you all the garbage. And all the good stuff gets thrown at us in like little recaps or little summaries, like the space battles and the robot war. Because the main plot, I guess, well, the plot they tell us in the beginning was that um, the Cyberons. Yeah, it's a good to have that in my vocabulary now. I mean, it better be the Cyberons. Were created to fight criminals. I think they were even created by the corporations to fight criminals. But then they, then the robots, the Cyberons, found out that the corporations are actually the criminals. Probably took them a total of ten minutes. Like, oh shit! So the corporations overthrow governments and create the corporate police to battle the Cyberons. But I guess there was only ten. He only told us about ten Cyberons that were made. Well, Chris Penn was a Cyberon. He said maybe. His blue was green. He's different. Right, but he's some sort of cy- cyborg. Yeah, so that, that's the new element that's thrown into the mix. But he's a different thing because he, he was not, um, Walker did not know of him as a Cyberon when he was created with the with his team to defeat. Oh, he's like a Cyber Ben. He's something else. Cyber Bens and Cyberons. C- Cyber Bens and Cyberons. How much strength would it take to bust this glass <laughs> over my head? And how badly would it hurt? Cyber Ronalds and Cyber Benjamins. Yep. Yep. It, it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do they have to call them Cyber Rons? Because you need a new term. And Cyber Rons like Cybercon, Cyber Rons, Cybertrons. Yeah, I get it. Like Cybertron, but they went with Cyberon. That's true. They just take out like a T. Yeah, it's just like, it's just stupid. It's just like. But a lot of that stuff They couldn't just stupid. call them cyborgs. They couldn't just call them I mean, robots. But I will I, I only defend that because a franchise I love, the good guys are called Autobots. Right. It's not a suit. It's cool in its simplicity and didn't exist before that. But. Cy- Cyberon, though, is just ripping off something. It's anything. It's it, it, Autobots it sounds like is at least its own new thing. Like it's taking part of an old thing and well, then what's this robots, making a new thing. Yeah, automobile robots. Right. The creative part is Decepticons, so that's a whole thing. Right, but still, it's they didn't just take a pre-existing word and just like mangle it a little bit. Well, I mean, robots they mangled in automobiles. They mangled. They combined them. Right, but cyborg. They just yeah. went like, oh, cyborg, cyborg and cyber and rotomatronics. You haven't heard of rotomatronics? Oh, rotomatronics. <laughs> rotomatronics. Oh, is it like Ronald McDonald's animatronics? I don't know. There's a. He was working on a whole slew of like to take over the Chuck E. Cheese. And it just didn't work out for Ronald, look at old Ronald McDonald. Maybe his... How is there no Ronald McDonald movie, by the way? Maybe... How does that not exist? I don't know, but this is what I'm fucking afraid of for things we'll talk about later, is you just said in a question, in a movie about Future Kick, why isn't there Ronald McDonald movies? What tangent will that create? Where will that go? Why hasn't there been any Ronald McDonald movies? What do you want to do? Make kids fat and watch them die? What do you want Ronald to do? Well, there is The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. From 1998. Well, I think we were looking for a movie to watch. I think we found it. How long is that? 12 hours? Uh, I can't imagine. No, it was was six episodes. Too much. They're all direct-to-video, obviously. Were they Um, at Pizza Hut? Yeah. I'm just assuming. 
any old cartoon that... So there's The Legend of Grimace Island? Why does Ronald look psychotic? <laughs> <laughs> that gave me a leg cramp. You know what they were really going for here? The animation style is that of like... Nickelodeon? Uh, yeah, but Nickelodeon of that, of like that uh, really? Rocket Power. Okay. That's what they look like. Rocket Power, Rugrats. I was going to say Rugrats. That yeah. like... Ronald, totally. Ronald McDonald scared silly. Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to scare Look, me. Silly. It looks like oh, Rugrats or yeah, like Rocket Power or something. Exactly. It is. It's that that yeah. era of animation. Which is, I mean, that's fine. That's a choice. Birthday World. Oh, here you go. Scared Silly. Legend of Grimace Island. Visitors from Outer Space. Birthday World. And Have Time Will Travel. This is exactly. There's a time travel episode of this. And there's a live action um, aspect of it, too, in the beginning. He probably introduces the cartoons. This is exactly what I'm afraid of. This exact thing that's happening right now. Looking up time-traveling Ron McDonald cartoons from the 1990s in an episode called Future Kick. We're, we're future kicking. Oh my god, they're 40 minutes long each. Oh, it's like a, a broadcast show. What? Six 40-minute episodes. 40 minutes? And they were released uh, from October 98 to January 2003. So they invented enough material to fill 40 minutes? Is that a 22-minute cartoon? That's a... And fuck, half those old cartoons we used to watch, like the WB stuff and whatever, would be like a half-hour cartoon with like a bunch of different cartoons mixed in. Yeah. Not one story for 45 minutes. This is no commercials. That's 40 fucking minutes. This is HBO shit. <laughs> what? With the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, he looks like a psych. He looks like a kid. He looks crazy. He looks like like a kid. Well, maybe it's Child McDonald Ronald. Child McDonald Ronald. Yeah. Oh well. I wonder if the guy who directed this was thinking about thinking about what thinking about Ronald McDonald. Well, speaking of horrible (laughs) corporations. Yeah, speaking of horrible corporations, the guy, um, you know, who directed and wrote this was thinking about. Corporations in the worst way possible, uh, which we should not be doing. We should be thinking of them in the best way. Why? Like, yeah, go like, on. Tell me about like, your... F- yeah. So, with the, like, you know, like idiocracy, like how we're like wearing Costco clothes and, you know, uh, there's f- corporations just run our lives. That's what we need. That's what we need to look forward to. Look forward to? Yeah. This is the world we're living in now. No, but I mean, it's gonna get this. It's gonna get better. Yeah, it always gets, yeah, quote unquote, better. Yeah, just like in this movie, the world got better. Yeah, how's Earth doing in this film? Yeah, Earth is great. You know, you gotta. Well, if you have money, you don't have to live on Earth. Where do you live? In the moon. Hmm. Cool. The place in the better place. The rich people live in the place with no atmosphere. In little colonies, because it's better than fucking Earth. Isn't it funny, though, that this movie basically took Terminator, Robocop, and Total Recall and smashed it into one movie? Yeah, and it made worse movie. <laughs> How is that possible? Because they just took it and smashed it and didn't do anything with it. They just went... But all the... There was actors. There was... Grips. There was cameraman. Yeah, time was taken. The guy who there was dur- pe- somebody spent time making those spaceship props that were actual models. Somebody took time to write this movie. No, they didn't. To direct this movie and write it, and then that's all they ever did. Who's one guy? No, I mean, I'm saying he never. The guy never did another movie. This was his vision. Yeah, future Damien Klaus. But Damien or Claus, Damien Claus. Damien, there was no like. There's no characters. There was the cool history you get is when Don is is when Walker is telling you histories about the Cyberon War that you don't get to watch between the corporations and the corporate police. I do I do even but like even a movie like this, I do appreciate for the fact that it does not hide just what everyone's afraid of. Like corporate police, police that only work in favor of corporations. Because that's totally unrealistic. That doesn't happen nowadays, does it? Occupy Wall Street was fine. It was. There was no just police working at behest of Wall Street and the corporations that are, you know, conduct their business there. Sure. I mean, we're living... God, I love... Why aren't there more dystopian movies now? Oh, because people are living it. We're in the stage. We're in, we're in the early stages of dystopia. 
People call this late-stage capitalism sometimes. Late-stage capitalism is early-stage dystopia. Where are we going? How soon is Blade Runner? Oh, it was a year ago. Or how soon is Future Kick? Did they say a year? I don't um, think I... Usually I catch years, but... The problem with this one is it chose to fucking give me a narration and not have me read it. I like when I have to read it. You know what's a good sign? When a movie gives you text to read in the beginning. Somehow, there's a whole franchise based off that garbage, and it's fine. It's called Star but Wars. But sometimes, a lot of times when the text... It's the the sh- text. from the shirt you're wearing. Yes. Star Wars. I feel like a lot of times when the text is there, it's a, it's a good sign. No, it's not. I feel like when it's a narration, it's not good, because the narration, they kind of talk real quick through everything they and do. kind of you know try to keep things moving a little bit i don't know I'm though wondering. it says on on imdb it says the it says the film takes place in 2025 we got time 2025 five years president's third term five years yeah president's third no, after the second one then shit goes to the 2024 and then everything falls apart and then you have 2025 Oh, so it's a better year? Or It's because he leaves office after his eight years that the world goes to shit? No, not that he leaves, but just that, you know, that's just the way things are when he leaves. Oh, he leaves him in a worse place than yeah. he found him? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was getting at. I just like the fact that you're being optimistic he thinks he's leaving. <laughs> uh, but the film, um, no, I mean to be, it says the runtime is 76 minutes. But then it says 72 minutes Amazon video. Where's this extra four minutes we're, we're not getting? What did you, what cool What did Jeff Bezos not want us to see? What is a conspiracy? Maybe you should ask your fucking dad over there. Maybe she knows. Dot. Yeah, isn't it Echo Dot? Is that what that is? It is an Echo Dot. Yeah, ask Dottie over there. Ask Dorothy what she knows. About the four minutes missing from Future Kick. Alright, I see how it is. What? I see how it is. How is it? Hating on, hating on my robots. Yeah. You let the opposition in your home. It's bad enough my iPad has Siri attached to it. I don't like that shit. But I didn't just buy it. didn't just... However, this came into your house. This is walk. This is, you find it homeless, throwing the street, and you no, get it home. No, I just had, just had legs. I just walked in, and you're like, "All right." Yeah, just walked into my house, and I just kind of had to deal with it. Now I just had nothing really I can do. It's just here. This is where its home is now. This phone keeps trying to make me set up Bixby. You know what I say? Screw that. What's Bixby? It's <laughs> knockoff Siri. Oh, all right. I don't know anything about Bixby. I know more. Nor do I. But you know what? I probably know more about Bixby than I do about Future Kick. The movie you spent what felt like eight hours of your life watching? Yes. Because Future Kick told me nothing. It gave me nothing. It told me nothing. Oh, it, I forgot. Oh, wait. It gave me one thing. What did it give you? Um, Lots and lots of boob, boob action. Damn it. Uh, strippers galore. Most of this movie was filmed in a strip club. True. That's true. Uh, that was called House of Pleasure. Well, uh, there was a, like a ridiculous name above it. Yeah. It I, like, I didn't... I, it was like Tropicana, House of Pleasure. Torricado or something like that. Yeah. Torsha, Nato, Tornado, Pacana. I, I don't really know. All I know is House of Pleasure, and uh, that was the only pleasure I got out of this movie. Of that sentence, the quote I want taken out is, quote, all I know is House of Pleasure, quote, quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be on, that could be on the box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's about the only good thing that this movie gave us, was just a, a little bit of nudity here and there. But I like this stuff because it doesn't it does inspire me because it just makes me think, what what could I do with this concept? What would I like to do with this concept? Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot. Because you take this concept, but then you know what you have to do? As much thought as you put into the concept, you have to think about your characters also. Yeah. Like, does this guy have motivation? Is he What is he doing here? He's the last Cyberon who is a bounty hunter. There's a lot to work with there. That's a perfect anti-hero type character. What does he do with him? Nothing. We waste the first... I mean, you find out at the end why, but you waste you waste the first, like, 15 or who knows how many minutes. Time didn't matter to me during this film. With Howard, 
this VCR programmer. Uh, yes. VRS. Yeah, VCR programmer, VRS. Virtual reality systems. Yeah, who just makes he he puts his little his he puts his little It'll total his recall. little head call shit in his head. Right, but it's I mean it's total it's recall. a feely. It's right. It's total recall. It, I mean, it's not, I'm not gonna argue the similarities because they're right there. <laughs> it's to fucking total recall. Right. He's making total recall. He is the Cohagen. Yeah, well, he's not. Well, he's not replacing your memories. He's giving you a story to watch. Right, but Total Recall was like just to like take you on like a trip, like right. You know. It was right. That's it was. Yeah, it's a virtuality fun time. They started doing more with it. So if you were gonna do, if you were a programmer and you were gonna present this program to your wife, my would wife, you, would you? Yes, how I wanted to say it. Would you? Were you going to? Because that's what. Let's just watch Borat, anyways, <laughs> and just say, just quote him and say offensive shit. I, I thought we were just like. I thought we were just, uh, you know, wanted to, like, uh, reference movies from, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> early to mid-2000s. I guess that's more mid-2000s. What a wild time. But. Yeah, um, baby. All right. Wow. <laughs> all right. But if you were a, a VHS programmer and you chose to program a program for your wife, would you begin it? Showing you whoring around, gambling and smoking, and just being around a bunch of babes. Would and you, then, and then would you show? Then would you show you getting murdered in this illusion for your wife just to be put through hell? And then, and then, and then, would you show your wife like that? She has to go through this hell, this all these ups and downs, and these robots and these cyberons, and were cyberons even really a thing? Was the whole thing yeah, what's, made up? Right. All we know. For I don't sure, know yeah, because we're we're getting to the end of the movie. This whole adventure happens, and then you find out the whole thing has just been a simulation. For, so what was real? For was Cyberon's real? At what point? Probably did, not. But I mean, you sh- was this 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 technology exists though? So it's some kind of future was type club pleasure or whatever the house of pleasure. Was that real? That's just what Howard... And then his wife was, like, so traumatized when she got out of it, and she's just, like, staring off into, like... Yeah, she's like, comatose. unknown. Did you and, like my program? And he's just sitting there like a creepo with a smile on his face. I expected him, like, to have his hands in his pants. Because he's like, yeah, I fucked up my wife. Ha 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 ha. I'm so good at programming. What? But he also mentioned it plays in kind of your own thoughts because we got to see whether this even happened or not. We got to see in the beginning he was fantasizing about like bears climbing trees and like wolves. Then he was like picturing horrible things because like got away from him or something. I don't know, man. Future kick. Humans made it. Humans watched it. Humans made it. Humans watched it. Humans played robots within it. This is true. Uh, also, Roger Corman was an executive producer of this film. Shocker. Shocker there, not really. Uh, though I feel like there's some Corman, you know, gems out there no, but for he, sure. But he did so many. This, of course, was one of those ones that just right. had he, his stamp on it's it. It's like that trauma thing, you know, like where like they have their movies that they make. Right. And then there's like Be World Children at Play, which is I stand by is a solid film, even though it's a Children of the Corn ripoff. Uh it's one of those ones that, like, they had nothing to do with. They just slapped their names on it. Right. They distributed it, and it's already Combat name. Shock, another one. Mm-hmm. The movie I took back to a used video store. It was so bad. Trauma is one of the few things where you do you would do that. Like, nah, man, what are you doing here? I took a movie back to <laughs> a used video store. <laughs> it's like, can I, I have my dollar back? I asked them, can I pick out a different movie? I told, I lied. I told them the movie was messed up. Why don't you tell that story to Lloyd when you saw him at the at C two E two? That what Combat Shock is fucking awful. Uh huh. And somehow it has like a Blu ray release now and is on Amazon Prime with like an uncut version of it. More goodness. Oh, we can watch it one time. I remember there's only a couple of just distinct things I remember, yeah. and one of them is about the end. And I remember watching it by myself and being like, "Wow, I fucking hate everything right now <laughs> <laughs> in life. What did I just watch?" And two, the other thing I remember is that any scenes that were supposed to be filmed in Vietnam look like they were filmed in somebody's backyard. Oh, that's a gimme, yeah. One of my favorite films is like the first film Lloyd ever made, which was like for college or whatever. It's real good. 
I don't even know if Combat Shock was one that they had anything to do with. Who, it probably, no, it probably didn't. No, but just the idea of like Vietnam was just someone's backyard because that's how they filmed war scenes. <laughs> but I had a talk. It's okay. Episode two, 300 will be Combat Shock. Well, speaking of like war um, films and things we didn't appreciate, I talked someone through watching the newest Rambo movie, basically. Like, hey, he's like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, a little ways in. Like, oh, I've seen it. How you doing? Oh. Oh. But I talked this individual the whole time watching it just to kind of like, so he had someone to express his shock and awe and disgust. So you, you and, talked as they watched it? No, I was texting. So okay. they, they were texting me. Okay. Like, hey, this. And like, oh, has this happened yet? And then at one point it's like, wow, so they, they're just really going all in on this, right? <laughs> I knew what part that was. <laughs> the Papa Rambo's adopted daughter or surrogate daughter just gets... Whatever she is. Dies in the truck with tears on her face as Rambo plows through the border. Niece. Who cares? His niece. Yeah, right. It was his niece. Uncle John. Uncle John. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that movie took like three weeks to get out of my system. It's rough. I mean, um, Future Kick's going to take a while to get out of my system because I, I need to know how you play Laser Blade. It was a game that was featured... Multiple times in this movie. I don't understand. I don't understand it. You sit in a chair with a joystick and you're strapped in as a laser ball flies at your head. And if it hits you, you die. <laughs> How well, can you even get... So, sometimes you could die by just like it hitting you, and but your like body's intact. Or other times your head just explodes. Laser Blade is one of those games where like... If you're good at laser blade, you're fucking good. You because better be you, good. You get one chance and you die. <laughs> so if you've won like a bunch of laser blade matches, like you're, you should probably retire. Right? Yeah, it's like high high elite MMA. Yeah, you should just get out. Undefeated, uh, just get out. Three times in this movie, unexpected deaths happened for a movie that was pretty tame. Uh, when yeah. the guy's head got cut off by a ladder. Impressive. When the guy's head got exploded during um, laser blade. Impressive. And at the end, when the bad guy, his whole body just exploded. Again, did, due to laser blade. Due to laser blade. Due to laser blade. But that time, his body like splattered everywhere. The other guy's head, when he got cut, it just like disappeared. Right. Well, he was on top of the laser blade generator. So it like it like materialized like in his body, and he just erupted into blood. And mess, and just a giant, disgusting mess. So I'm reading some things about about Future Kick, and this is going to come to no surprise um, to you. Okay. Because we've watched a movie where this happened before. Um, so, it is said on IMDb in, her, in a review that uh, this is a one where, because due to time constraints and things like that <laughs> oh in my. filming... Corman took the liberty of splicing in footage from a lot of other movies produced by him, mainly special outer, uh, special outer space effects. Yeah, I bet footage from Galaxy of Terror and Forbidden World, uh, and naked tits from Strip to Kill Two Live Girls. <laughs> we were jokingly mentioning Strip to Kill, and there's the first li- one. Yes, and there's literally scenes from the franchise. In yes, there. remember I said, remember when we were watching it, I go. This strip club, the part where the girl... With, not the strip club itself, the bar. Uh, but when they cut to the girl stripping, looked like a totally different building. And it was. 100%. How cheap can you get for a movie that's all only 72 minutes? That you're, the, all the, all the uh, stuff that was like cool stuff from other things was spliced in from other movies. Right. I mean, but sometimes you can use that stuff and be ingenious by reusing footage. You could be because it was uh one of the most one of the most notable people who's made a lot of money about this is Michael Bay. He uses shit from other movies all the time. There's scenes from the Island and Transformers movies, but of course they use like the same highway scenes but rendered robots in it, so it's a totally different type of thing, and they change like mm-hmm. the colors a little bit. But that's reusing footage. Of course, that's a little bit that's a more high budget version of reusing footage yeah. when you render an entire robot over a scene you filmed. Mm-hmm. As opposed to splicing. I, I love those spaceships, so of course they look cool because they're not a part of this movie. But I guess because they're included in this movie, they are a part of this movie. We're just... I don't know, man. Just throwing they're, shit together. Right. They are now part of this right. movie. Uh, I also want to mention that Meg Foster, who is like the lead actress in They Live, uh, opposite Roddy Piper, 
is in this. She also played Eva Lynn. Mm-hmm. And she also played Big Mo in a movie we watched for this podcast called Shrunken Heads. Yep. She's fantastic at... She's great in all of those movies, but she's fantastic in Shrunken Heads. Well, she's even good in this one. Like, her acting does not belong in this film. No. She's doing great. She's, you know, emo- emoting, crying about this shitty husband she thought... And she's isn't it weird that her husband, in this story he created, he created this, like psycho guy who's like harvesting organs but then goes off the rails and just starts like just murdering people for fun he's a writer dude you like stephen king you can't judge him by what he he writes stephen king he's just he's just no this her husband he's just a guy who's creating a virtual reality thing he's writing the story that's a writer he's writing it's a different medium you wouldn't say, oh, you're going to go on Roger Ebert and say, like, video <laughs> games aren't art? I just didn't know what... I don't think his goal was to create, like, narratives. I don't know what his goal is. He still had to write it. Writing it based off their emotions, setting predetermined points in the in the uh, the algorithm that plays off her memories and emotions. Maybe that was playing off her fear that her husband was, in, you know, was um, committing infidelities against her. Maybe he really wasn't. Maybe he just pulled in the emotions. She was true. paranoid. It's true. Maybe she just had a deep internal fear of robot men. Maybe she, she was afraid have. someone's going to take her liver. Maybe he was trying to, like, maybe, you know, talk some sense into her about robot people. Maybe he wanted her to accept the fact that he wished she was a stripper. She's a stripper? That he wished. Oh, well, maybe she'll come out of it and be a stripper. No, she'll come out of it like well, somebody. She's going to come out of it and be a fucked yeah, up person. Like somebody who had a lobotomy and just sits yeah. in a chair all day. Yeah, and that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. So you can just fuck her and just like move on. Just move on. If this podcast had a DVD case, that would be on the back of it. Fuck her and move on. Quote from Corey. <laughs> how he feels about films. It's how I feel about most films. Fuck her and move on. It's uh, a weird way to it's a weird analogy about watching about movies. That's my review of um, what uh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Fuck her and move on. I had somebody today ask me. JK, I didn't if, see it, but I heard it's good. Somebody today at a place I may call a place that um, gives me dollars every oh, once play, in a while. Home? Home does not give me dollars. No. <laughs> this is in public. This is a public space. And someone asked me, they're looking at their phone, and this is a lunatic just right away. You're not going to go into a whole lunatic. <laughs> it's, a lunatic. It's, a, it's a lunatic, right? It's a lunatic person. It's a TikTok lunatic. It's a lunatic. It's a maniac that just. Cyberon lunatic. Yeah, well, basically. They're looking at their phone. They made this disgust. It's an old. It's an older woman. She makes this disgusted face. She goes, "Ugh," and I'm just like in the middle of like asking me about things. I'm like, like so. Then like now I'm curious. So I decide like, "Hey, what?" She goes, "What's this song, The Hedgehog?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's just been around for like thirty years." Isn't that like for kids? And I'm like, "Yes." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah." There's and I'm like. And I know why this, this is being mentioned to her. She's probably being asked if she wants to see it by perhaps her grandchildren or her children with their grandkids. And she's like, and like I go, yeah, and there's even a movie coming out. And then she goes, ugh. Like, what the hell is that? What is this? Sonic the Hedgehog is the only this thing that's like a pop culture icon for 30 years. 30 years. What is this Sonic the Hedgehog? And even if you really didn't know, do you have to be that offended by a kid's movie? Right. So, like, isn't that for kids? I mean, she was kind of aware of Sonic. Like, oh, right. isn't that a thing for kids? Right. She's seen maybe there's a the cartoon so like, or it's a video game. So, it's like, why would someone ask me if I wanted to see Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't know. Maybe they love you want to spend fucking time with you at this movie that's coming out soon? I don't know. Thanks, Grandma. What kind of madness? I lose faith in people. Maybe she really just wanted to see something else. There's other movies out. What is this? But she's asking me about things that have nothing to do with Sonic the Hedgehog, like conducting business. Right. What? I don't. I don't know. I she maybe well, maybe she went and saw it and is surprised like everybody else that's seen it. Well, everybody seems to be quite surprised at it. For like you know, I, I'm one thing I've seen about the movie and heard about it is that like people are taking into consideration that it is a movie more for children than it is for adults. Correct. So I'd like to. See, it's rare that people are like they admit that, that they admit. Yeah, you that. know why? Because every grown ass adult realizes they got their way because they made Sonic look like how they want Sonic to look. So no one is ever going to shit talk this movie, even if it's not that great. It'll just be okay. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's a kids movie. That's the cop yeah. If this movie sucks ass, oh, it's a kids movie. When they would. Not do that for Star but, Wars. But, but heard, they were not do that for anything right. else. 
I've heard that it's actually pretty good. It's like, and Jim Carrey is pretty great in it. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's a good guy. He just hasn't been around, you know. He doesn't have to. He has worth millions of dollars. This is totally unrelated to Future King, but more related to Jim Carrey. You're talking about fucking Ronald McDonald. I was watching Ace Ventura not long ago. Weird. And the ending of that movie uh, probably yeah. does not hold up nowadays. The whole joke is, is not good. The whole joke is bad. The You could still do that ending. Okay, the ending would work if it was like, there's the reveal. Because it's like a pretty genius, like, reveal, right? This, like, you know, this guy was, a, he's, like, lost it, and he decided to do this really extreme thing to go at great lengths to get revenge. Sure. Which somebody could do. It's not saying that you're, it's, you know, that anybody who is transgender is bad. It's just saying that this, what this... Yeah, so, so what part makes it bad? But, well, the part that you could... You could do the whole ending. Even uh-huh. the reveal. The way it's revealed. Uh-huh. Which, as a child, I remember watching that and just thinking like she had like a turd in her pants or something. You thought she had a turd in her pants Up as a until child. a certain point as a child. I don't think she had a turd in her pants. I think first viewing, I probably just didn't understand it fully. Well, that's true. I, I suppose I was slightly older than you, so I knew that it was a dick. But I was like, hey, Ma, is that a dick? <laughs> Glad you said that. Uh, well, I mean, the that's... Theater. Oh, in, no, that, that, that was not... No, that was that was a VHS renting. Because, like, everything got rented. In, in 1994, by the way, Jim yeah. Carrey had Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. All three came out yeah. in 1994. And I saw two of those three movies in the movie theater. And that got and him... One of them not man, being Ace those Ventura. things have gotten him to where he's... That just... Right. Asserted his but dominance, the, but yeah, the ending where he they owned that year. You said it was 93? 94. 94. He owned nineteen ninety four. Yes, one hundred percent. Three movies, and they're all they were all gigantic blockbusters. Right. Anyways, the part obviously where they reveal, yeah, he turns her around, and they reveal it, and then everybody's like, "That's the part. <laughs> that's the part where they're just puking." And like, wow, like that's the reaction? Instead of just being like shocked that you've been betrayed, you have to like make vomiting sounds? Like this. Well, I think, well, the, uh, I think maybe some of the people who. Because like, they thought the girl was attractive? Well, no. So the people who just thought the girl was attractive, maybe they shouldn't be doing the gross thing. But maybe like those who made out with her. Is that okay to be like grossed out because you were tricked? Because you were tricked. Not because it's like, oh, it's. You know, it's a transgender person. Like, oh, I was tricked. I'm. That's not what I'm into. That's gross to me. This is the this is the talk that needs to happen in 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 the middle of a, a crowded area. This is the talk right here. This is exactly what I'm afraid of because this movie is about future kick, and now we're talking about this. This is exactly my concern. Oh my god. <laughs> but but. That, so yeah, being tricked isn't isn't cool. No one should be. Everything should be no, consensual. No, no one but everybody, be everybody being like grossed out that it's, yeah, it's really like, a dude. Wow. It's like, and also he made, he makes the comment that this is the worst case. Either, either, either this, either Lieutenant Einhorn is Ray Finkel, or this is the worst case of hemorrhoids I've ever seen. Oh my god! And there's also the scene where he figures it out. And he like freaks out, and he's like puking in the toilet, right? And, and it's like plunging his face. And it's Ace Ventura, so everything's over the top. And he takes all of his clothes and throws them in a bucket and lights them on fire and uh-huh. takes a cold shower. So like, as he's crying, exactly, yeah, because he also made out with her as well, of course. So, and it's called Pet Detective. What is this movie even about? The that was the climax. The dolphin, uh huh, and the killer. The 90s were a simpler time. And that's Future Kick. The 90s were a simpler time. And that's Future Kick. But but back to Future Kick. What else do you have to say about Future Kick? There is somebody on IMDb who in 2002 gave it a 10 out of 10 star review. All right, let's hear it, man. Normally, you know, I'll I'll read, like, if we like the movie, you know, I'll read the bad ones. But this one I got to read. It says, if you like John Carpenter films, especially the great ones like They Live, then you'll love Future Kick. First of all, the story is fresh and haunting as it's set in a world where, spoiler alert, or spoilers alert, that's what it says, the rich live on the moon and the drug and sex crazed criminals run rampant on Earth. The other thing is, 
and this is really almost true today, is that corporations have become the true evil in our society. They have their own police force and death squads. If you think about it, we're not that far off from that being coming true. That's 2002. The lead actor is a famous kickboxer named The Dragon. I didn't know. (laughs) It's not really his name. He's not that famous. But I didn't know who he was before I started watching the film. But now I really want to see more of his work. The fight scenes are very good concerning the lack of computer effects in those days. Think the Matrix without the slow motion stuff. What? Think the Matrix? What is had this man? And the fight scenes are few and far between. There are very little fighting for a Don the Dragon Wilson movie. No, there's a lot of bullshit talking. The characters and performance were all good too, and you really felt bad for these people as they, spoilers, lost their organs for corporate crime. Chris Penn of Reservoir Dogs and True Romance fame was also very good and might have showed some of his best work as the Cyberon aptly named Bang. No, Chris he never Penn, had a name. Chris Penn was barely in this movie, had almost no lines. Right. Like to say that this is one of his best performances, better than Reservoir Dogs I mean, and True Romance. Right, that's rough. Or fucking Footloose. That's, or uh, he's in so many movies. <laughs> I forgot about Footloose. Yeah, he's in Footloose. That's he's, rough. He's in Footloose before this movie. That's rough. To say that is impressive. But like those two movies alone, Reservoir Dogs, True Romance. Right. He's fucking incredible in both of them. Right. Yep. Nah. The gory effects were a bit gory, but I think it was necessary for the story. It's much better than Dune, but not as good as Total Recall. And worth buying if they ever make a DVD. If they ever make a DVD. 2002... What a time. I, I uh, sometimes friend of the show, Pat. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, would be very offended by the uh, much better than Dune. Though I know he's big on the book, Dune. I don't know how big he is on the movie, Dune. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But, uh, but I thought that was interesting. An interesting review. It's interesting. I love it that much. Whereas most people on here, you know, two out of ten stars... I mean, I'm happy that man had Four fun. Four ten. But that man was reading into all the cool concepts and just enjoying actors. It's not. It's not the same. Yeah, it's just a I mean, you could, bad Terminator ripoff thingy. I mean, we're living the Future Kick prequel right now, so that's cool. I like how this person gave it three out of ten stars because for this reason, decent sets and good choreography of kickboxing scenes. But movie is absolutely ruined by graphic violent murders. Too violent. Three out of ten stars. People are so subjective. <laughs> Said that this movie for 72 minutes and that was their takeaway. And they got on the internet to talk about it. In February of 1999. Wow. Okay, so he's, there's not very many outlets for that opinion. That's fine. In 1999, there was not many outlets for that opinion. 21 years ago. 21 years ago. That review could smoke cigarettes now. Wow. Well, you know, Future Kick happens. Movies like Future Kick, they happen. Well, I mean, like I said, as I began this episode, the fact that I've always seen that poster, and it's like, I was like, ha ha. Now I can be like, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you saw it. We thought we were going to watch Craw. It didn't happen. Yeah, we addressed that earlier in the episode. Yeah, but, you know, shit happens. We didn't get to watch Yeah, like Craw gets taken away from me. Yeah, Craw gets taken away from me. Don't take away my Craw. Your Craw was taken away. But this time... Yeah, and I got a future kick, so cool. This time, it's not going to get taken away. And this time, we're going to be recording a podcast... Yeah, where at? How and when and why? In front of actual... Human beings, live studio audience. Let's if they a live stu- if people even if people want to pay attention. If people show up, which I feel that's that's for the best. If people want if people want or want to watch while we're doing it, they can. Uh, we're gonna be on the show floor at C two E two Chicago Comic Con. C two E two. C two E two. Oh my uh, on gosh! February 29th. 
Saturday, February 29th. c 2 is all weekend, but we are going to be... Isn't it in McCormick Place? On the show floor in McCormick Place. Wow. At 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's true. Uh, in Podcast Central, presented by Chuck Load of Comics Podcast, located at booth 1677. It's right behind Artist Alley is where this booth is going to be. Right at the end of Artist Alley, row Z. So if you've been there before, you know Artist Alley goes A through Z. And then at the end, there'll be this booth. And we will be there 3 p.m. Saturday at Podcast Central. 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock in at, the afternoon. At Podcast Central. At Podcast Central. So if you are attending C2E2, uh, you can watch the podcast uh, live. You can watch this record it live and hear it live there and then. If not, you'll you'll hear it uh, later on when it goes up. But for this episode, uh, we're doing kind of a classic B-movie. Uh, one that I enjoyed watching as a kid. It was one of those like Monster Squad type movies. For yeah, me. so you, for you've, me. you've seen this in your past. Yes, I have seen this in my past. As someone who has not, and that's just being... Um, well, you were visiting it, but me being forced to... Not forced, but watching the trailer. I mean... It's just so amazing how it feels. This from that trailer it feels very current because it seems just like Stranger Things. Yeah, but it's the same vibe. Existing during the time, so it's you know. So my point is like, if you enjoy Stranger Things, it might be something worth looking at because that's kind of why it piqued my interest to even want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, also it stars Stephen Dorff when he was a kid. He's the main kid, um, and also. Stranger Things is literally about a gate yes. to a different world. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, it's just there it is yeah, it's with just, a bunch of kids yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, I have never seen The Gate 2. No. I didn't even know it existed until I bought The Gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, it was kind of, it came with uh, The Gate 2. Nice. So, I've, and I've never watched The Gate 2. Do you know how long after The Gate 1 it was made? Off um, the top of your I head, I believe or... not long after. So uh, still kind of a contemporary of the first film. Three years it was uh, that's, released. That's doable. So, that makes yeah. sense. So that's a sequel that was like, you yeah. know, warranted. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how big the gate was. I just remember renting it as a kid. Right. Uh, obviously, not when it came out. Eighty-seven. I was like one years old, but I do. It was one of those Monster Squad, mm-hmm. Gremlins, that type of thing that I always remember watching. The gate. Little kids uh, battling monsters. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit more on the scarier side, like more like Poltergeist kind of, sure. but but uh, but still has the kid aspect and everything. So, but I haven't seen it in a very long time. So, our gateway into the real world will be at C two E two, and we'll our be ga- watching the gate. It'll be our gate mm-hmm. uh, into C two E two, and yeah. uh, the gate will be the movie we're discussing live at C two E two. So check us out if you're there at the con. Uh, like I said, find the Podcast Central booth or just look it up on the map. You'll find it there. We'll be there at 3 p.m. So for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. My name is Nick. That's Nick. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs> <laughs>